Hey guys, what's going on? Project Parts here, and today we're going to be going over the how and the why of forecasting. Are we? All right, so forecasting. Um, why do we do it? I think that's maybe a good question <laughs> that I ask myself every year. Why forecast? Why do we forecast? Nobody's looking at it. Why do we forecast? Though? Like, no, yeah, I mean... I think uh, a lot of people want to know <laughs> what to expect, and but like, can you really forecast this business? No, but I mean, you can have a general idea based on previous year's data. Sure, I and it's good and to have an idea of what you want to do, and then maybe set realistic, achievable goals, such as just yeah. increasing your customer pay gross profit by five percent. Forecasting is like well, one of those things. Uh, you know, if you're looking at like fitness, right? And you look at. Uh, Do you know anything about fitness? I know nothing. Nothing about, about fitness. Nothing. I nothing. thought for sure if anybody knew about fitness, it would be you. Not me, John Polt. <laughs> Definitely not me. Fitness. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, if you try to lose weight, you know, you got to set a goal, right? Uh, or anything, you you know, you set out to run a business, and you got to set a goal. You know. What do you expect to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Like, what do you have to do in order for you to achieve X, Y, and Z? So forecasting, something that I look at is kind of like, okay, what are my expenses? How much do I have to do to cover my expenses? That's a good starting point. Also looking at like what service does, uh, looking at trends. But why are you forecasting? Why? You're, you're forecasting to set to set the expectations, set a, set a goal, set an expectation, and to know also, like for me, if I look at my forecast, I know for me to cover my expenses for my, you know, what my expenses usually are, my forecast is this, this is what I have to do. If I want to make money, this is what I got to do. If I want to, to clear my expenses, all that stuff. So I think that's why also people want to make sure, you know, you want to make sure you're going forward. Right. If you're going backwards every year, that could be a problem. If you never forecast anything. <clears throat> You know, you might go backwards, but the thing is you're going to do what you're going to do anyways, but to have the goal, to have that set up to, even if it's like an unrealistic, like goal all the way up in the stars, maybe not count a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> based on that. But, um, you know, even if it's a huge undertaking, uh, you know, but shoot for the stars, land on the moon, shoot for the stars, land on the moon. That's right. <laughs> If the moon was made of cheese, would you eat it? <laughs> I'd take a bite. <laughs> uh, but I think that's why. At least it's in my head why. I mean, I just like to know what the department's doing. Yeah, like I like to know where we were. Yeah, and what we can expect to go. It's and a good good thing for a manager to do, and it's a good thing to be tasked with as a manager because it does. It makes you. It forces you to look at what you did last year, the year before, historical data, and then you know see where you want to go. Um, I think that's a good thing. I think all good things. There's nothing bad, I don't think, that comes from forecasting. I mean, unless you set a ridiculously high expectation, and yeah. every time you don't meet your ridiculously high expectation, you you're paid. completely crushed by it. Right. You know, or, oh, or, man, yeah. what am I doing so wrong that I can't hit my goal? It doesn't make any sense. Or I don't, I don't know. Like, like setting things, setting goals not based on historical data. Like, you know, if you just walk into a department and you're like, well, you know what? I think March is going to be a pretty good month. <laughs> right. And you just throw some numbers out there based yeah. on nothing, and then you it's don't like, hit those numbers yeah like oh you failed <laughs> right so it's a it's a loss right um which is usually what happens anyways but it, you, you that's one thing i hate about forecast is like if you if you submit a forecast and then you're held to it and like i mean i can i can make up a number 
You know, whatever. It's a guess is what it is. It's a guess. Yeah, but it's an educated guess if you right. use previous data. So you can kind of gauge what you're going to do. But as a parts manager, there is little stuff that I have influence over. Really? Because I think there's five things that you can use to help increase <laughs> gross. There is five things you can do. Um, but to a huge, like, I mean. To an extent, you're based on what service is doing if they're your biggest handcuffed. customer. Yeah. yeah or hand- if wholesale shops, if every wholesale shop around you closes. Right. What do you? How However, do you, the next year's forecast should reflect that and yes. look a little more realistic. Yeah. I mean, but, it's hard to forecast the business, but I think it's important to do it. Uh, I think it's a good exercise. And, and it gives you, uh, I mean, I, I think a good snapshot of what's going on. So for that, I knocked the mic over. For that example, though, let's say you did forecast a increase in wholesale. Yeah. And halfway through the year, just for some stupid reason, all the body shops around you closed. Yeah. So you lose eight big accounts. Yep. So you never hit your wholesale forecast for that year. So yep. the next year you're forecasting and you're going down and you have to go, well, why did we go down? And then you look, oh, all these things closed, all these places closed. I need to go get more accounts. I mean, yeah. I think it's, yeah. it helps you understand your business yes. a little better. Absolutely. You know, Or if you see um, you have a consistent warranty and then the service manager leaves, warranty goes way down. Or customer pay. Or yep. customer pay or whatever. And yep. then you can go, well, what happened that we didn't hit forecast eight out of 12 months last year? Yep. Well, we started not hitting it in February. And oh, oh, that's when so-and-so left. Yes. Oh, I wonder if there's a correlation there. And then you can start looking at what is going on. Yep. It's just setting expectations. And if you don't meet those expectations, seeing why. Or if you exceed those expectations. Yeah, like, what, happened? what did we what did do, do so much right. better? Oh, we picked up this huge account. Yep. It's yeah. just good numbers to look at. Yeah, I think it's a very good exercise. You should do it. I know it might be a little frustrating, and I mean, to some people, it might seem nonsensical, but uh, it's a good exercise, if nothing else. Um, it helps you understand things. It's like performing an inventory. If you were like, ah, inventories are stupid, <laughs> it's like, well, you kind of got to do it. You, you got inventory is <laughs> like our Super Bowl, but if you think inventories are stupid, then <laughs> right. But like, I mean, you got to do it, and it helps you understand your department. So. I don't know. I think that's kind of why we do it. Right? Yeah, that makes I mean, sense to me. So then how? How do you do it? How do you how do you forecast? I use a spreadsheet. <clears throat> spreadsheet. I build a spreadsheet. Yes. It's very complicated. I'd like to go over it step by step, but I don't think we have that kind we of time. We don't have that kind of time here. <laughs> it's a very, very long, complicated sheet that uses multiple factors and multiple yep. formulas to calculate. Um, but essentially what I want to do, mm-hmm. I mean, to break it down to bare bones, and I'm, I'm different than him in this sense, but yep. I like to look at just strictly parts numbers. Mm-hmm. And I like to look at the previous year's data yep. and see what our gross profits were, what our markups were, what our percentage of sales were for each thing. Mm-hmm. And then I like to maybe say, well, you know, we were only 33% gross profit in this category. I want to be at 35. Mm-hmm. So what would I have to do to be at 35? Yes. And then forecast an increase yes. or maybe even a decrease. If all of a sudden we cl- if we closed the front counter and we strictly became a service and wholesale operation, right. and we had no customer. I'm, I'm going to forecast down in retail right. sales. Yep. Um, you know, even though I want more, mm-hmm. but you're not, oh, you don't always have to forecast an increase. Yeah. I, I mean, if something happens, obviously. Yeah, if, I think that's a big thing is if, that um, you, warranty, if you're at 75% and then all of a sudden they're like, ah, no, you're at 50% you're not going to forecast an increase. Right. I mean, yeah. I think that's a trap that you can kind of fall into with forecast is yeah. that, you know, it people, always has to be higher. Right. People always want you to forecast an increase and yeah. sometimes it's not realistic. Now yep. you need to be able to back up why it's not realistic. Right. You can't just go to your GM and say, yeah, we're going to lose I'm much, for- a lot of money this year. I'm <laughs> forecasting a loss across yeah. the board. Right. Wait, I well, mean, why? 
Right. So again, you have those numbers mm. to back up. <laughs> right. I don't know. Just seems like Aprils are typically slow. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think we're gonna do I don't much. Think we're gonna do it. Not yeah. this year. I called a guy at a body shop. Said there's <laughs> a lot less deer hits. The yeah. deer population has decreased. Yeah. I think we're gonna do less. Yeah, we're gonna do less. Uh, the roads are less slippery. There's not a lot of rain. I don't think the farmers' almanac said that in September there won't be as much rain. So I think September is gonna be a slow month. I will month. say though, if you go into the farmers' almanac to dictate your forecast for wholesale, God bless you. <laughs> I mean, good work. I mean, wow. that's really extrapolating a lot of data. That I would just impressive. use the previous numbers yeah. from previous years. Right. right. But hey, you but know, hey, hey, to each their own. Yeah, that's you should be like an astrologist. So yeah, I'm just I'm taking all parts numbers from previous years. Yeah. I'm building formulas based on that to show an increase or a decrease or just a realistic expectation of what yeah. I want to do. Yep. And then I'm tracking what I'm doing each month too, so I know where we're at. Yep. So yeah. what I what I do is very similar. I I, I do that um, for sure. And I think that, that you have to do that. I think you have to. I don't think you just go through each category and bump it up three percent. Um, no, that seems that seems like it's not going to. Yeah, end I mean, well. it depends though. I mean, if if you're whoever's managing you, if they come to you and say, you know what, I just need you to forecast a five percent increase. Okay, I mean, if that's the if that's the goal, if that's the mission that's been put on you, well, okay. Yeah, but, but I mean, ex- don't expect to hit 5% increase across the board or overall. Or I mean, that's hard. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, if the GM comes to you, though, and says, yep, I need parts to forecast a 5% increase. I need that by the end of the day. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, that's that's what is that's the goal. That's the mission that's put on you. So. Yeah. But uh, what I do is very similar. I have a you know, say, spreadsheet, and uh, what I do is I usually will wait for service to do their forecast because my numbers are kind of correlated a lot with what they're doing. So if my service manager is forecasting a huge increase in customer pay because he put in uh, processes X, Y, and Z, I should then also forecast a higher um, uh, customer pay customer pay in turn. So um, I don't want him to forecast. If I'm looking at it from fixed ops, from service and parts. Well, I, if you're looking you at know, like a fixed ops director point of view, yeah. where you're looking at both and you see service shoot way up right. and parts stay the same or it's go like, down a little bit. What the heck? You know, so. So why does service think you're going to do so much more and you right. don't think you're going to do so much more? Right. So the, and then your answer is, <laughs> like I so my my thing is kind of like okay I wait for service to do theirs and then um, see what's going on with that similar to like a service manager kind of waits to get numbers from the new car department because and used car department because you know units in production and everything can affect my warranty it affects my so if new car is forecasting less sales um, because they can't get cars from the manufacturer. Then we're going to have less cars on the road to right. do warranty work on. I'm not going to forecast a huge increase in warranty, you know. So uh, very similarly, they all kind of work together. But for parts, I kind of wait for service. And then service, if if my part service ratio on average was 70%. Um, so that's kind of like my starting point. So if service gives me their forecast and uh, service has seven uh, $100,000, 
um, uh, you know, for January or whatever. So boom, all of a sudden, okay, my number is 70,000, but how do I get to that 70,000? That's where I go in and I, I kind of tweak and see what's going on. And I look at their numbers and I say, okay, well, warranty, customer pay. Well, if you're forecasting this, well, or I might know I'm going to increase prices January 1, so I'm going after this. Like you said, if uh, you're 33% and you want to go at 35%, you got to understand that's going to be an increase and you should shoot for that increase. And yeah, I think that's kind of very similar. I think I just put a little bit more emphasis on service numbers. Yeah. That's, that's the big change between us is I'm focusing on parts numbers almost exclusively. You're looking at parts and service numbers. Yeah. I just, we get to the same end result though. I mean, yeah, I mean, either way you're still setting an objective for your parts department to hit. I just, uh, I don't have much faith in service departments. No, I, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard, hard task. You want to unbox achieve. that? You want to unpack that? <laughs> yeah, I can unpack it all day long. It, I just typically they just you know let you down, let you down all the time. Um, but they say they're going to do better, and they just let you down. But um, forecasting, I think that's kind of like uh, the why and the how. I mean, I don't know. How do you guys forecast? If you guys want like a detailed spreadsheet video, I guess Ooh, you can ask could about do that. it. We could do that, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's tough and there's a lot that goes into it. There's, a lot that goes into it. Yeah, but, there's um, a lot of formulas. It's a big sheet. We can do one. It's just. Yeah. Comment down below if you want it. Yeah. Just let us speak know. up. Um, but also let us know how you do it. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to write out how you do it and put it down below. People will benefit from this. So um, that's just kind of how we do it. So uh, we don't go that crazy into it. I guess we do, though. I guess if you look at the spreadsheet. Well, that we I, th- use, I, think the, like, I think the initial setup of the spreadsheet is the hardest. And yeah. then every year after that, it just becomes you're literally plugging numbers in. That's you're it. just changing numbers. You're copying the sheet, yeah. plugging new numbers in the year's previous numbers yeah. and it populates. That is the beauty of that spreadsheet is that literally after once you put the work in and it's done, you have that. And it's like boom, 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 boom. And then everything, it's like magic. I can forecast in five minutes yeah. an entire year's worth of information. Right. Yeah. And it, and that's not even an exaggeration or trying to sound cocky or no. arrogant. It, the sheet does the work yeah. so I can just... People are always amazed at how fast we can forecast because... It, it takes the service manager three weeks to do a right, forecast. Right. I can't. I just can't figure out how to do it. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, yeah, well, I did. I let technology do the work yeah, for me. To we're like, boom, boom, boom. And like, oh, here you go. Right. And then it's like, I need you to change this by the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, don't leave. <laughs> just stay there. Go. I'll do it and reprint it. Yeah. It is a, it's a beauty thing. So we could go over that in a future video if uh, you so desire. If so. there's interest. Yeah. So that's it. I think that's a cool video, cool topic, uh, good talk. And uh, I think that's it. Anything else? No. Forecasting. Forecasting. Do it. Uh, Do it. Do it. You you probably have to do it. You should do it. You should do it anyways. Make the best out of it. That's it. I'm good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) See you. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.